Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Today we're discussing the book, Make Unstoppable Simple, Creative Problem Solving in Life and Leadership. And we're here with the author, Dina Simon. It's great to have you with us. Thanks, great to be here. So the number one question on everyone's mind is, how do you define unstoppable and how do you make it simple? So let's start with unstoppable first. Awesome. So unstoppable, you know, I think is just um, energy. It's powering through, having goals. How do you figure out where your roadblocks are and how do you work through things so that you're unstoppable? So often I think we get stuck in fear and not wanting to move through things. And so just to be unstoppable and power through. So your book is sort of a step-by-step guide to achieve that goal. Don't make unstoppable stop you from forging right. ahead. And one of the, one of the interesting things that you know sort of the first step is you say you have to look at your own life this idea of self-reflection mm -hmm. why is that so important Dina you know I think in anything if you have a goal or something you want to accomplish you really have to reflect on who am I what do I bring to the table um, so often we are so busy just you know moving fast in life and really taking a look at what what skills do I bring to the table how can I work through this problem or solution and then uh, what do I need to bring around me to make it simple so if I don't have what I need? How do I get the people and the network around me to help me make it simple? So let's discuss a little bit more of the process. Mm -hmm. so you need to look at your life yep. and then and then what do you say to C-suite executives who might be going through this roller coaster of you know these roadblocks? Yeah one of the things um, you know I think that's fascinating is we are always moving so fast so that real self-reflection and leaders taking time uh, whether it be go off on a retreat somewhere have people around you but really reflect on what has that leadership journey been? What have been the challenges they've gone through in the past and how have they navigated through them, what were the situations, and really spending that reflection time is so powerful to say, wow, here's where I have really done well, here's where maybe I haven't done well, and what were, were the situations, who were the people around me, but I think you have to know what you bring to the table and then what you don't bring to the table. So perhaps it's, it's C-suite executives aren't really looking at the big picture, they're yeah. not figuring out what worked and what didn't. Yeah. So you get actually really personal in your book. Can you mm -hmm. tell us about some of your own experiences and how you worked through Absolutely. what was unstoppable for you? Yeah, you know, um, I was actually preparing for a women's group uh, that I have in Minneapolis, and we were working on our leadership journey from really talking about when did we personally step up as leaders and how has that traveled through then our, our careers and things. And I went back to um, when I was a baby. I mean, I really looked at where are there times in all of our lives that we had to step up and lead and school and things of that nature. And I really feel um, my journey, I, so I do get really personal. I start from, I was a baby, I was placed mm -hmm. for adoption when I was a child, um, you know, and what that meant to me in my life and always being really proud of the family that I was born into because I was adopted into them. And um, the characteristics of that family that I, you know, have very much a part of me, um, how blessed I was to have them. And then as I moved through my childhood, um, my mom, my my adoptive mom, but my mom um, committed suicide when I was 12. Gosh. And so that power of going through something so young, you know, that's not uh, unique to me. 
many people have gone through situations like that. But really what that time in my life, being 12 years old, uh, losing my mom in the way that I lost her, and having to step up and be a leader. I had a little sister who was four years younger than me and an older sister who was off at college and actually came home, back home, mm -hmm. to help take care of us too. So the things that you go through early on and really reflecting on if you can get through that, um, you know, then later in life in many leadership, you know, situations that I've been in, hey, if I can get through that, I can get through anything. And so that self-reflection of what were those tools and processes and how did I work through those things? So you encourage to, you know, you encourage everyone to sort of look at those, those big sort of maybe catastrophes moments, yeah. or big moments, yeah. good or bad, and Absolutely. see what, what worked for you. So let's talk a little bit more about some of the steps to making Unstoppable Simple. Um, one of the, the other things you discuss is, obviously, maybe this idea of changing career tracks. Yeah. It could be a scary and a daunting uh, yeah. thing for most people, yeah. I would imagine. So so what are your recommendations in terms of that avenue? Absolutely. So, you know, and there are so many people right now in, um, in transition or contemplating transition, and you work so hard, uh, you know, climbing the corporate ladder to say, okay, is this where I wanted right. to be? Do I want to start over? Right. Um, you know, A, is this the career? Is this the company? And really going back and looking at that. So that actually is a really fun process too. And going back and really looking at where, um, again, where have I been successful? What have been uh, the areas, the type of work I was working on? And really reflecting on those, you know, talents that somebody brings to the table. And then working with somebody to really say, okay, here's the career I was in as far as industry I was in. Where are their transferable skills? What else could I be doing? Where could I take this to? And really uncovering that, because um, there there is definitely a race for talent out there. There's a lot of organizations uh, that have, you know, there's a quite a few companies in Minneapolis that I do coaching with, and they're scared to death because from the middle management up to the senior management, people are getting ready to retire. Mm. You know, that just workforce and um, and then how are they gro grooming leaders? And so really taking a look at what are those skills? What are those areas that they've been in and how could they transfer skills into another area? So for someone who's on the fence, what do you recommend? Probably working with a coach and coach. really okay. kind of somebody who can outside in. One of the most important components of the book I found on a personal level is you discuss this idea of build a relationship with your boss. Don't be afraid mm. to build relationships with senior executives, yep. especially for you know people who might be changing careers or sort of uh, maybe at the beginning of, of the work, uh, right. the, their journey on the workforce. Yeah. A lot of people see the senior executives very intimidating and right. daunting, these untouchable right. figures that, oh, oh you know, I can't, I can't go there. But, but if you are starting a new career, let's say, or yeah. if you're in the middle, you recommend to reach out because they're just, they're, they're, people, they're people, right? And they probably would, would appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So one of my first jobs um, in the staffing industry, Jerry Shaw was the one of the founders of Volt, which was a staffing organization that I worked for. And um, probably in his 70s at that time, and just, yeah, he you, people tried to protect him and you uh, couldn't just necessarily go talk to him. Well, I didn't, that's not how I worked. And so I built a strong relationship with him and if I needed him to come out and work with and we had big companies Apple HP that we were working with and if I needed the founder of the company I could pick up the phone call him mm -hmm. he could be there um, work with us with, with the clients work with the team and I just can't imagine not having that relationship right. um, and I do talk about that in the book he was one of the I called him and we did like 
like four days out in the field and I drove him around Northern California and he was one of the first people to meet my daughter. Wow. And, you know, just that I'll never forget that. Mm -hmm. But he's just he's just just a regular person. Um, and so many people are t intimidated by that C-suite at that level uh, and they love it. They He, you know, wanted to be out in the field. He wanted to be meeting with the customers and appreciated that he was asked. So what are some of the Sort of the tips you give readers. How, how do you do that? You know, how do you how do you how do you approach approach bro, you know broach that area? Yeah, you know, I think it's different within any any organization, depending on the culture of the organization and um, who those gatekeepers are in front of those right. people, and how to navigate through. And if you are able to say, you know, here's why I want a meeting, and here's what what my outcome is or my goals are, um, and just start talking. There's you know no no harm in ha starting that conversation. Right. So I think it's important just to to be clear on what the goal is. Yeah. Yeah. To just no, oh, I'd love to talk to you. They exactly. probably won't. And waste you know? your time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to have a sort of a specific agenda. Exactly. Uh, I like the idea uh, when you say don't operate in fear of losing a paycheck because, you know, sadly that is that is the situation, mm -hmm. especially in the economy we're in. Yep. But but what, what do you what do you what do you say? Yeah, you know, I um, certainly, yes, would be afraid to l really lose the paycheck, mm -hmm. but I always tried to operate from, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to show up, I'm going to do everything I can every day to do the right thing, um, bring my best self, and if there's something that I do that is wrong and I lose that paycheck, there is always another opportunity out there. And so not to let that fear, you know, make me stop and not do what I felt I needed to do for the right things for you know my team I was leading, for the customers, um, and be vocal about that. And that's part of that unstoppableness, you know, just as far as moving forward on things. Right, it's also sort of a, a gut feeling too, yeah. you know, if you're crossing the line, right. but, a, but a lot of times people are hindered yep. by trying to advance just because of that fear, but once you take that first step. C-Suite Radio. I wanted to touch upon this idea of learn and continue to learn. How do you encourage uh, C-suiteers to embrace that concept? Because a lot of times you have a lot of people around you. You feel you're, you know, just sort of steering the ship. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, you know, you know what you need to know. Everything's going well. Why fix it if it's not broken? broken but but you yeah. say it's it's really important to, to to really you know to to not have that that mindset. Yeah, you know, I've learned a lot over the last couple of years, really, too, in um, the whole generational learning. And so um, for our nonprofit that we have that my daughter started, we have from age 10 to 65 sitting around a boardroom table. And that learning piece, you know, if you think you know what you know and nothing's broken, why, right, why, why go going break so it? Well, yeah. right. um, but that opportunity to look at new things, look at new ideas, uh, so go learn, go figure out what's going on out in other organizations. Take a look at your competition even, you know, just really learning what's going on out in the business community. Where can we leverage and learn things from others? But there's so much out there from an education standpoint and so much for opportunity for people to go out and learn things, bring it back to the table, and teach others just to expand knowledge and, and continuing to grow. So to C-suiteers out there who think they know how mm -hmm. to be unstoppable because mm -hmm. they're doing great, right. you know, what, 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 would you, what would you like to say to them as to why, why they really you know, should read the book? Yeah, you know, I think um, my call to action is always just really that self-reflection. And so the, I, the reason I took the time to write the book was hope, hopefully to inspire those C-suiteers to go back and really say, you know, where, have my, where has my leadership journey? Where did it start? Where have there been times in my life that, I, that things have happened? Again, I think we get so busy with our 
heads down plowing through, we actually forget that, you know, some of those gifts that we bring to the world, both to ourselves, the teams around us, and to start having some conversations around it. Because we've probably gone through things that people that are reporting into us have gone through before, but maybe we even forgot because right. we didn't take the time to really exactly. reflect Exactly. When things it. are going so well, you sort of forget sometimes yeah. where you came from, but it's yeah. really important to stop, look at the journey, yeah. and look at the good times and the bad times yeah. as you move forward. Yeah. Well, Dina Simon, terrific. Thank you. Thank Wonderful you. insights. The book is called Make Unstoppable Simple, and you can. <laughs> All you got to do is read the book. Uh, you can find the book and a link to buying the book and more excerpts at our website, www.csuitebookclub.com. That's c-sweetbookclub.com. Thank you so much for thank joining you. us, Dina. And thank you. We'll see you next time on Bestseller TV. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.